0: everyone welcome to the pillars of smoke podcast my name is sam i'm mag Oh man i can't decide if i like the guitar or the organ more i don't know bro but
1: honestly you can't beat the greats you can't yes sir welcome back to To our advent series that's right we've been talking a little bit of hope last week this week we're talking a little bit about peace in the next coming weeks, we have hope. We have a uh, hope uh, love uh, love and love and joy. Love and joy in the next coming weeks.
0: So we hope y'all uh, stay tuned for those and just enjoy this music for a quick second.
1: That's a great song. It is. It really is.
0: You really can't beat greats, man. No, you it's, can't. Uh, man. So we do have another giveaway for you Woo-woo. guys. Uh this week, last week, we gave out a $15 Starbucks card
1: to Marcos. Oh, yeah. Mr. Red himself. I've been wanting to use that cue forever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> we just learned how to use cues. Yes, we
0: did. Yes, we did. But, uh, you know, uh, this week we got another giveaway coming up. and oh, yeah. It is uh, the same as always, uh, just because we, we really do want to engage with you guys. Uh, you got to guess the song name mm-hmm. and the artist. The artist. And the first person to comment on our Instagram will get.
1: Hold on. No, oh, I don't have a drum roll. No, we don't have a drum
0: roll. I yeah. wish we, we got to put a drum roll in we there. Can put it, we can put it in there. We'll put it in there. But uh, we're going to help y'all a little bit. If you got a uh, Secret Santa coming mm-hmm. up, we're going to help y'all out with that. And we're giving out a, uh, what did we say? $40? Yes. $40 Amazon. Gift card. Woo woo. Woo. Our,
1: oh no. no! Wrong one. Wrong one. Yeah. There we go. There we
0: go. Forty dollar Amazon gift card to the first person that tells us the name of the song and the artist. That's right. So. Okay.
1: And that one wasn't. That one wasn't as easy as last week.
0: No, it wasn't. Because that could be anyone.
1: That yeah. There's no vocals in there. There was only instrumental, and it was amazing instrumentals. Ugh. Just, so think of, just think of the greats. Just think of the... Yeah, that's right. Just, just think, think of, the of the greats. So, how's your... Bro, how's Advent been treating you? Advent's been rough, bro. How come? Work.
0: Yeah? Work's been chaotic. Oof. Me too. It's been chaos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I did... I, I work part-time for the church, but I also work for a, a real estate company. Okay. Um, paying out commissions to real estate agents, and it's just... This is supposed to be the slow season and it is just
1: nothing but slow. Nothing but slow.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It is truly a seller's market and people are selling property left and right.
1: Anything but slow. Yeah.
0: Anything but slow. So it's just been a little bit chaotic for me. How about you?
1: Well, you know what? Um, I was actually commenting to one of my friends today uh, that Advent hasn't really been something that I've done. It's never really been something that has been on the forefront of my mind to right. do. It, it, it wasn't ever really a common practice for me.
0: Mm-hmm. So, like most Baptists.
1: Like, yeah, exactly. Like most Baptists.
0: Yeah, I didn't start practicing Advent until maybe 2018.
1: Yeah, something like that. So, the first time that I did Advent, I actually did an Advent last year and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I, I, I'm not going to lie. But I didn't think that I would do it again. Mm. And then we decided to do this, this uh, little series through Advent. Your idea, which has been a fantastic idea. But last year, the way that I did Advent was weird because I only, I, I didn't do it the traditional way where you do it the entire month. Right. This time around, I'm doing it the entire month. Mm. But bro, it's been a blessing for me for me personally because I'm really diving into the the nuances into the nooks and crannies of hope, mm. peace, love, joy. I'm diving in deeply into it and every single day my reading is on that rather than last year what I did was my reading on it was basically once a week where I really went to advent. Right. I got through the reading so quickly that I just wasn't able to enjoy it as much as I should have and I didn't glean from it all of all that I, all that I could have. Mm. So that's why last year I felt that it was a little more stale. Mm-hmm. This year, my Advent has just been—it's—it's it's been phenomenal, and I love—I've I, loved it so far. That's so, good. but yeah, this uh, tonight or whenever you're listening to this today. today, yeah, we are going to be diving in a little bit into the topic of peace, peace, and throughout the holidays, throughout the Christmas season, the the subject of peace always comes up. Because we live in a very restless world, Mm -hmm.
0: and it's funny because it's like it's everywhere. Yeah, and people like I think people like the idea of peace, so they'll buy like decorations that say peace on them. Yep, they'll try to make their homes feel feel very cozy, Mm -hmm. feel very peaceful. Yep, Uh, and the reality of it is, you know, you're working full time, or maybe you're working a couple part time jobs. Right. Maybe you have kids. Maybe you have a really big family. Maybe your job is just going haywire. Maybe you're in the military and you're in the middle of a, of a war zone. Yeah. Like, the reality of it is that this season is anything but peaceful. That's right. Like, especially when it comes down to, like, if, if you buy into, like, hyper-consumerism of sure. the United States. Sure. Like, Christmas presents, Amazon shopping, yep. secret channels left and right.
1: Well, you know what's crazy like, is that... A, Maybe a couple of days ago, I was talking to some ministry friends of mine, and they were we were just kind of like venting back and forth, mm-hmm. not really venting, but we, we were we were talking about the Christmas season and about like the the tough holidays for right. the church mm. and Easter. One of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're if you're kind of like smiling and laughing with us, you know, like mm-hmm. if you know, you know, it's tough. And then one of the uh, one of the people that I was speaking to, they're like. Man, I hate I hate Christmas, and I was I was like shocked. I was like, "What? Excuse me? What did you just say?" You can you can leave, sir. You heathen! <laughs> Jesus is watching. <laughs> so, but in all honesty, he said, "Yeah, man i I don't I don't like the Christmas season, just because it's all work. Mm-hmm. It's chaos. Mm-hmm. Um, you're preparing messages, and you're." And you're preparing uh, uh, teachings, and you're preparing to, to minister to people, and you're going to homes, and you're going to houses, and, and you're doing spending outreaches, time with your kids, and, and the family the community thing, and and it's all chaos, it's all hustle and bustle, and if, if you're working kind of like in the, in the arts and the creative area, oh like my gosh, the, the just weeks nonstop. coming up into the Christmas time, it's non-stop and it's chaos and you're over it before you even get there
0: you're just dying for december 26th
1: yeah man it's very restless Hmm. but when you get to actual christmas you don't want to think anything of it no like you don't even want to think about christmas you just want the like you said a little while ago you just want the 26 to get there yes you don't want to think (laughs) about christmas till next year and You're and, you're sitting in your living room with a cup of coffee watching your kids
0: open the presents you're just like
1: me mm-hmm. i want to play with my new toys yeah but you know what mm-hmm. start bracing yourself for easter <sighs> and it becomes restless and then for those who aren't part of the church and those who aren't uh part of that life and that chaos and that hustle and bustle you perhaps might be going through that restless time and that restless season in terms of having to buy gifts
0: having to buy gifts having to see family mm-hmm. uh i know that's been my thing too like for years it's always been traveling to different houses right in a matter of like two days going to like five or six different houses because it's i gotta go see grandma over here i gotta go to dad's house in the morning i gotta go to mom's house tomorrow evening like doing a dinner at my sister's house like i'm doing something for my wife's for my wife's side of the family and it's just like zipping all over the place and the all kids are the taking place. naps in the car and it's like even for the kids it's not peaceful they're just kind of like i want to play with my toy and then they pass out in the car and they get home and they can't play with the toy because they're mm-hmm.
1: they're tired and they just want to go to sleep and, and then no you want to put them to sleep and you're like yo get up get up there go i away. need a break <laughs> it's past your bedtime <laughs> <laughs> it's seven 30 <laughs> i'm tired so i mean that's the christmas season for most people yep and we quickly forget that one of the things about uh this time of year is that we need to remember peace. Mm. That is one of the hallmarks of Christmas. That's one of the hallmarks, one of the benchmarks of It's supposed to be a time of, of peace. It's
0: supposed to be a time of just sitting back and just kind of relaxing and enjoying your time with family and like it's it's and, and to think of it is just like just this hustle and bustle and you and and you quickly right. do overlook the fact That this is supposed to be a peaceful season. Right. Like, so then I think that's one of the important things that Advent brings to the table in reflecting on peace for a whole week. Because it kind of refocuses you back to those things that oh, this absolutely. is really about. Like, that's, like that's, that's one of the things why we wanted to do this Advent series because it's it's reflecting and refocusing ourselves during mm-hmm. the season on what the season is about, hope, peace, love, and joy. Absolutely. And specifically just to hone down on peace for an entire week and just read passages lot. on peace for an entire week. Yeah. If, if you do that early in the Advent series, imagine what the rest of your month will feel
1: like. Oh, man. So, oh, it's a game God. changer it's a total game changer so
0: so so if we're looking at peace mag um, yes. what does scripture say about peace
1: man so throughout this week as I've been studying a couple of things have come to mind mm-hmm. and one of the critical things that comes to mind when it when we talk about peace and that I've been able to learn this week from all the passages that i've read, from all of the commentary that I've read, uh, I've listened to some messages and things like that. Mm-hmm. I've read some books, or not entire books, but sections excerpts. of books, and yeah, excerpts and stuff and stuff like that regarding peace. Is that the idea of peace? It's not. Peace is not something that you get from reading a book, mm-hmm. and it's not something that you get just from reading scripture. It's not something that you get just from singing a song, mm-hmm. at all. Peace is something that you strive for. Hmm. And peace is something that you have to pursue. Hmm. You can't just expect for that fuzzy feeling of peace to come (laughs) to you. It's something that you have to be intentional with.
0: It's not gonna be wrapped up in a fleece blanket.
1: No, it's not, absolutely not. And and it may feel great. You may feel uh, uh, very comforted at that moment, but peace is something that is fleeting. It's always something that wants to leave you. And it's o oh, in this world, peace is always leaving us. Gosha is a
0: whole song on peace. It's amazing.
1: Oh, for sure. Oh, I love that song too. Oh. But peace is something that we have to strive for. And check this out. This is where we want to start. From the, not from the very beginning, but we'll go back to Isaiah chapter nine. Ooh. Isaiah chapter nine. Old Testament. And it, it's very appropriate passage. It is for, for peace, especially during the time of Advent. This is how it starts. Isaiah chapter nine, verse six. Was that a sneeze or a cough? It was a cough, dude. You, you need to learn how to cough. You did the same thing last week. All right, whatever. No, last week I died. No. <laughs> Continue, Isaiah so, nine. Isaiah chapter nine, verse six. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Check this out, verse 7. Of the increase of his government and on peace there will be no end. Mm. On the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it. With justice and with righteousness, from this time forth and forevermore, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. Woof!
0: It's so interesting considering the concept that you just said that peace is something that's fleeting. Yeah. And here it's like, of peace there will be no
1: end. There will be no end of peace, but of true peace. So think about this time when Isaiah wrote this. They were in transition from from um, from kings. Mm-hmm. They had Uzziah before great king, right? Time of Uzziah, right? Great king, mighty king, and here comes Ahaz, mm. Mm. not so great. <laughs> Talk about peace fleeting. So <laughs> Isaiah here is prophesying throughout this book about the judgment that's going to eventually come to Israel. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about this one ruler, one king that will uphold peace forever. He, he is going to be a wonderful counselor, a mighty God, everlasting father, and the prince of peace. Of this, of the increase of, Of his government and of peace, there will be no end. But we know that we live in a world where peace is fleeting us, Hmm. where peace, where we look around, there's war all over the place, economic and financial instability for many people, Mm -hmm. emotional upheaval. I mean, there's social struggles going on left and right. People are starving. There is... A lot of chaos and a lot of restlessness in the world that we're living in. Definitely. So what peace is really being brought here? So check this out. Check this out. The peace that's being talked about here is the peace that comes with the growth of the people of God. Hmm. Don't let the media and don't let what you read and what you see out there misconstrue what God is actually doing. Hmm. In 2017, in 2017, there were two point three billion professing Christians Whoa. around the world. That's about what a third? Yeah. Just because in the West there's chaos. Just because here in the West, those numbers might be small. Smaller and and, and and uh, and getting smaller
0: it does not mean that the rest of the world
1: absolutely it doesn't mean that the gospel isn't going through every nook and cranny of the entire world as scripture has told us Yep, th- the gospel will make it to the ends of the earth hmm. and in 2017 those studies came out and 2.3 billion people That's are amazing. professing Christians so therefore of this increase of his government and of peace there will be no end
0: hmm.
1: the so peace of the lord is going, going on and going is going and going, and going, and, going, and, going, and, going and going the gospel the knowledge of god the wonderful counselor the mighty god the everlasting father the prince of peace is that knowledge and that um, that the fact of that matter is being extended to the entire world his message is being extended to the world therefore peace is coming to people mm-hmm. because as we know that only the only true peace that we're ever going to have is in the gospel right
0: and if you guys don't know isaiah uh is one of the prolific prophets who constantly prophesied the coming of jesus mm-hmm. and you know isaiah 53 talks about it and 54 talks about mm-hmm. it and how he's coming Isaiah seven and two and and it's just, there's, there's so many different chapters within the book of Isaiah that talk about Christ coming and bringing peace and bringing order and bringing all these things. And, uh, you know, he even talks about the virgin birth and everything else. And it's just, so to look at the old Testament and look at this aspect of peace from this here Mm -hmm. aspect is like, you look at where the Israelites are, the, the Jews are in the new Testament. Yeah, and what they're expecting
1: for sure. So it, it here he isn't only talking about He isn't only talking about uh, the peace of when Jesus comes because think about it and this kind of if you were to, if we read this and think of what was going on in the first century when Jesus was born and into his ministry people were thinking oh, this guy, Jesus, he is going to deliver us from economic and political upheaval. He's going to deliver us from social um, social injustices and all those things. He's going
0: to return our kingdom
1: back to us. He's going to bring back the kingdom to us. But that's not exactly what Jesus was doing at that time. Nope. And we know that because Jesus's mission, his his. Um, what he was sent to do was so much bigger Mm -hmm. than just delivering a group of people from a bad situation in a bad circumstance
0: which don't get me wrong like like in in like when i was when i was when i was studying peace this week like what came to mind for me was like there's two types of peace that god gives right like there is that peace that the lord does give us from From our circumstances, from our situations, from the turmoil and the chaoticness Mm -hmm. of our lives and everything going on in the world. Like, um, you know, Philippians 4, 6, and 7 says, Do not be anxious about anything but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Uh, A verse came to my mind, um, Psalm 4, 8. My grandmother always used to say this Mm. right before she used to go to bed. I'm not going to say it in Spanish because I'd butcher it uh <laughs> uh but it's in peace I will both lie down and sleep for you alone O oh Lord make me dwell in safety so it's right. like there is this aspect of I can understand where the Israelites were looking at you know this person that's coming this Messiah that's coming is going to relieve us from this from this situation that we're in he's gonna restore our kingdom he's gonna bring us back right. safety he's gonna he's gonna make us dwell in these places like, we're not going to have to be afraid of the things anymore. We're not going to have to be anxious for these things anymore. Like this is like, he's bringing back physical peace for us. Right. Uh, But then the other aspect of what you highlighted, that's not what Jesus came for. Sure. Like the other aspect of peace is spiritual peace. Right. And that's like, like that's the part that really kind of stuck out to me just because I was, I was going through Isaiah 53 um, earlier this week. And I kind of gave a devo on it earlier at Young Adults on Tuesday. Uh, And it says, uh, Isaiah 53, 4 and 5 says, Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace, and with his wounds we are healed. So it's kind of like, I looked at that and I was like, man, this week we're talking about peace. And I'm reading this and the peace that he brought us was peace from our sins mm. and I was like man Absolutely. that changes that aspect of what I'm looking at peace as sure like because when 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 you're living a sinful life when you're when you're when you're still apart from God
1: mm-hmm.
0: like your life is just in constant chaos right your life is just in constant turmoil it may not seem like that, but spiritually, like your spirit is hurting. Absolutely. Your spirit is dead. Right. <laughs> like you're you are dead in your trespasses. You're dead in your sins. That's what scripture tells us. And to think that Jesus came specifically just to bring peace of that. Right. You no longer have like when you have an internal peace that he brings, mm-hmm. that's when. Philippians 4 6 and 7 makes sense absolutely that's where Romans 5 1 therefore since we have been justified by faith we have peace with God Mm. through our Lord Jesus Christ because now our spirit our spirit is no longer at enmity with God for sure we're like our spirit is no longer like I'm gonna burn (laughs) Right now there's this peace aspect between you and the Lord where it's it's okay you've been forgiven of these things let me give you my piece of this and that piece is going to transform us completely into a completely new creation.
1: You know, it's interesting because if you start thinking about what Isaiah was doing mm-hmm. in light of everything that we just talked about right now, Isaiah kind of like pulls and they're kind of like in this Davidic kingdom right. at this moment mm-hmm. and before that, you had uh, the Abrahamic kingdom, right. or excuse me, not the Abrahamic, uh, the Abrahamic covenant, and then you have the Mosaic covenant, then you have the Davidic covenant, and if you start thinking about these guys and who they were, <laughs> chaos. <laughs> God, I don't think I would really want them as friends. <laughs> no. <laughs> Abraham was, man, Abraham was all over the place, mm. so was Moses, over here killing people, and... You know, hitting people with his rod and David over here sleeping around. And it it, it was wild what was going on. And in those times when Isaiah is prophesying, bro, these people have gone away from the Lord. They've Mm -hmm. gone astray from the Lord. They haven't kept his covenant. They haven't kept his commands left and right. There's disobedience going on everywhere. But yet he says, I'm going to bring you peace. Hmm. I'm going to finally bring you peace in a way that you can't even understand. Hmm because the peace that I'm going to bring you it's everlasting. Mm. So they didn't understand that this everlasting peace has nothing to do with their temporary circumstances.
0: And you know what's, what's what 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 comes to mind is like if if we if we're looking at it from the Old Testament aspect and we're looking at it from the Israelite aspect and the Hebrew aspect like if, if we're looking at it from there uh peace is shalom. Yeah. And if you look at the word shalom, it just, it's not just encompassing peace. It's encompassing your entire being. For sure. It's like peace for your... It's all of you. It's, it's peace for your entire being. Yep. Like, so it's like, for them, it's like, for Isaiah to just constantly being like, shalom, 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 shalom. <laughs> like, right. like, it really kind of hits them like, okay, this person isn't just coming to restore peace Like that should have been their cue. Right. Like he's not just coming to restore a kingdom. He's coming to completely restore me.
1: Right. And but this is this is where our (laughs) self-centered egotist just these this this hedonistic minds that we have that we (laughs) we just think that everything is about our temporary circumstances and not our and, and not our eternal souls. Absolutely. This is crazy because we are conditioned to want to live forever huh. like there's something about us that oh, that wants to live forever yep but yet again we're more concerned about today and now than we are about eternity hmm. and that is where peace that's that's where restlessness starts to set in when we think that our temporary circumstances have to dictate the peace that we choose to live in hmm. Our temporary circumstances should not dictate Ever. the peace that we have in our lives. Check this out, Second Corinthians thirteen eleven. Did you have that? Which one? 13, 11, uh, 2 Corinthians. No, I didn't. No, check this out. Finally, brothers and sisters, rejoice, strive for full restoration, encourage one another, be of one mind, live in peace, hmm. and the God of love and peace. Will be with you, Mm. bro. When 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 Paul's closing this letter to the Corinthians, the one thing that he's telling him: encourage one another, strive for full restoration, be of one mind, have unity, live in peace. Mm. If you can strive for those things, you're gonna have peace among each other. Mm. But we're so concerned with our temporary circumstances. Christmas is driving me crazy. I'm overextending myself financially by gifts for friends and family. And, and our, our kids are driving us insane and this and that. We have so much to do that we completely forget to strive for peace huh. and unity in this time, in the season of Christmas. in a time that people are supposed to be coming together and enjoying each other and being of one mind and encouraging one another. They're being pulled further away mm. because we are living more for this, uh, kind of like this postmodern way of living. Right, we're living more to impress friends and people around us <clears throat> than we are to live in peace. Mm-hmm. This is where we get into this into this idea into this notion that we can find peace in circumstances, or we can find. Uh hope and circumstances mm-hmm. or love in circumstances mm-hmm. or joy in circumstances sound familiar mm-hmm. <laughs> we shouldn't strive for that because all of those all of those little nuances and, and all of those uh benchmarks of mm-hmm. Advent has nothing to do nothing. with your circumstance it has everything to do with the person of Christ
0: <sighs> come on and that's and that's 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 why I love like um that's why i love like the contrast of scripture mm-hmm. uh matthew 10 34 through 39 jesus comes in and he's like and and you know it's it's completely contrary because all this time we're hearing christ is going to bring pre- peace he's the prince of peace all these other things and right. then out of nowhere jesus is talking and he's like do not think that i have come to bring peace to the earth oh i have not come to bring peace. To, i have not blah, 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 blah. <laughs> i have not come to bring peace but a sword oh And it's Uh like, like you read that, and it's like, what? What What do you mean? He says, "For I have come to set a man against his father, and a daughter against her mother, and in laws against each other, and a person's enemies will be those of his own household. Whoever loves his father or mother more than me is not worthy of me, Mm. and whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And this is, and this is where, this is where it becomes pivotal for our own peace." this is where it becomes pivotal for us Mm -hmm. to understand that concept of peace and understand the person of Christ, especially now during this season is this, this verse here. Um, And whoever does not take his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds his life will lose it. And whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Mm. So it's kind of looking at like, you know, you're, 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 you're looking at the chaoticness of your world and your circumstances in the moment in this season of, you know, I have to do this. I have to buy these things. I have to go to these people's houses. I have to go do this do with my ministry. I have to go do this with my friends. I have to, and you're like, you're just looking at your own stuff and you're trying to find your own life. Sure. When God, when Jesus doesn't call us <laughs> to find our own life. Hmm. Especially during this season. <laughs> like, he's calling us to remember his life. Mm. He's calling us That's to good. remember where we get our peace That's really good. from. That's really good. And it comes from him. And what is it that he calls us to do? Take up your cross. Yep. Come and follow me, and I will give you the peace.
1: That's amazing.
0: Though Ye who are heavy burdened, <laughs> yep. take up my yoke, and for I... it is easy and light. Oh, yeah. Come on now. Like when you, you when, and I will give you rest and I will give you rest when you're caught up in the chaoticness of this world. When you're caught up in all these things of this world, of course you're not going to have any peace. Why? Because you're holding your own stuff. That hits hard. You're holding your own stuff and you're thinking that you can get on this through your own. You're thinking that you can get on this by sitting on your couch, watching a Christmas movie and Mm -mm. drinking a cup of coffee with some peppermint mocha in there. Not going to work. It might work for a split second and you would get a breather But what happens when the movie's over? What happens when the coffee's done? Guess what? You got to go back to work. Circumstances are still there. Your circumstances are still there. But guess what? If you concentrate on the person of Christ and the peace that he gives that surpasses all understanding. If you look at John 14, 27, it says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled. Neither let them be afraid. Bro. If I look to Christ, the peace that I gain from him is going to help me through my circumstances. 100%. And in the middle of all the chaos, like <laughs> the same thing like the, the the disciples when they're caught in the storm.
1: Oh, absolutely. We <laughs> were just talking about that. We <laughs> were just talking about that, That's <laughs> why I bring it up.
0: Uh, different story for a different <laughs> podcast. Day. Uh, but just even in that all chaoticness, you look at Christ in that moment and he's just at perfect
1: rest. At perfect rest. And yeah. he says, do you not know who I am? And and that, you know, what's crazy is that we didn't comment on this and we didn't speak into this just because it'll just take too much time. Mm -hmm. But I just want to point out there real quick that in Isaiah, Isaiah chapter nine, verse six, it says, a son is born to you. That passage right there of Jesus resting on that boat during the storm, he was tired. So he went to sleep, which an absolute like, one of the big pivotal things for Advent is the humanity of Christ. Yes. One of the first things, one of the first heresies that ever came out during the, during the early church was Gnosticism arguing against, the not the deity of Christ. They didn't argue against that he was God. They argued against the fact that he was fully human. Mm. Hmm. In, in light, think about this, that this guy who came who is bringing you peace, is not this far distant God who can just magically get rid of your problems and, and give you these <laughs> fuzzy feelings. No, but it was this actual human man, God man.
0: Hmm. Who suffered through the same things that
1: you Exactly, did. exactly.
0: And that's, that's one of the reasons why I love Isaiah 53, because Isaiah 53 starts out yeah. saying, a man of sorrow is well acquainted with grief. Oof i love it he knows us i love it he knows us and he knows where peace comes from and he knows how to give peace Yep. and you're never gonna find it anywhere else but in him
1: amen amen mm. brother that was amazing that was good today that was good that was awesome
0: i hope you all enjoyed that i hope this brings you all some peace <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, for real and remember and remember just during this season of advent just really look back to christ and really, just look at his attributes and what he gives.
1: man brother. That was that was really that was really good. I really want to. Uh, I know. I know we're gonna jump on love next week. but I want to like <laughs> keep reading some more like peace stuff throughout. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, have, have to like Saturday to keep reading on the peace stuff. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. man, we we thank you guys for listening and for joining us. Um, remember. There's a giveaway.
0: There is a giveaway on this one, guys.
1: We want to help you with Christmas.
0: 40 bucks, Amazon.
1: Are you going to skimp out on 40 bucks? No. Bruh. Come on, man. How
0: free $40 for telling you what the name of the song is and the artist? Come on.
1: Come on, now.
0: You got to let us know. That's easy
1: money. That's easy money. Link up with us on Instagram. Um, we have a couple things coming up. So stay tuned and we'll let you all know what it is. Toward the end of this year. Tune in, listen up next week. The week after that, we have some real special announcements coming up. And we got more giveaways, too. And we definitely have more giveaways. And actually, I think the giveaways are only getting better. Oh, definitely. So we love you guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Link up with us on Instagram. Comment on our stuff. Send us messages, and we'll love to get to engage with you guys.
0: Grace and peace.